Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're diving deep into a fascinating topic, high-throughput asset pricing. We've got an incredible paper to discuss, which leverages empirical Bayes methods to evaluate a massive number of trading strategies. Published by Andrew Y. Chen of the Federal Reserve Board and Chuck Dim from George Washington University, this paper is turning heads in financial circles with its innovative approaches. So buckle up as we embark on an intellectual adventure through the world of asset pricing and data mining. Let's start with some background on why this paper is so significant. Absolutely, Tom. Asset pricing is a cornerstone in financial economics. It involves predicting how assets like stocks will perform, which is crucial for investors, portfolio managers, and financial analysts. Now, one of the biggest challenges in this field is finding patterns that truly predict returns and aren't just flukes, a phenomenon known as data mining bias. Correct, Tom. And what Chen and Dim have proposed is a radically different approach to confront this problem by embracing and systematically refining data mining. Right, Jen. They've employed empirical Bayes methods to sift through over 73,000 trading strategies formed from accounting ratios, past returns, and ticker symbols to predict returns. And this leads us into our main concepts for today, empirical Bayes and the notion of high-throughput research, predominantly used in biology and chemistry until now. Moving into the core of today's discussion, we'll delve into the research paper's objectives, detailing why the authors chose such a large number of strategies and what this empirical Bayes method entailed. Indeed, Tom. They predict returns are mainly segmented within accounting and past return strategies and are notably present in small stocks and pre-2004 samples. This out-of-sample alignment with the empirical Bayes predictions is groundbreaking and it addresses data mining bias head-on, showing how rigorous and systematic data mining can supposedly free us from these biases. Exactly. And it challenges other approaches like controlling for multiple testing, which, according to Chen and Dim, can overlook significant returns. Now, the implications and applications of these findings are huge, Jen. It has the potential to reshape how researchers and practitioners approach asset pricing and the selection of trading strategies. Which, Tom, leads us to the broader correlation with economic theories, particularly regarding mispricing and the dissemination of information in markets. Wrapping up with our conclusion, we reflect on the main takeaways from Chen and Dim's paper and our thoughts on its broader relevance. A revolution in asset pricing methodologies could be upon us, and for data-driven individuals in finance, it's quite thrilling. We hope you're as excited as we are. Now let's dive into the nitty-gritty of this revolutionary paper. Stay tuned. Do you ever sit in traffic, drumming your fingers on the steering wheel, thinking, if only I could sprout wings? Or maybe you're at a party, trapped in a corner by the world's most boring person, plotting your escape. Well, plot no more because AstroToppers Inc. brings you the blast cap. That's right, Tom. With a style as explosive as your desire to be anywhere else, the blast cap isn't just a fashion statement. It's a liftoff statement. Got an awkward family dinner? Blast cap. Overcrowded elevator? Blast cap. Forgot your anniversary? Definitely blast cap. Though, you might want to send flowers from the stratosphere. Just tap the discreet red button and prepare for your quiet exit, upwards. 
With Astrotoppers, you're not just avoiding the in-laws, you're joining the Mile High Hat Club. And our listeners get an exclusive offer. Use the code SKYHIGHCUMDY for a free trial of our parachute practice sessions with your first purchase. Headwear that takes you to new heights, literally. Because remember, folks, Tom and Jen Astrotoppers are the peak of chic and the summit of escape. Welcome back to our insightful journey through complex and fascinating studies. This is Tom, your navigator into the intricate world of population dynamics. And I'm Jen, here to help distill the academic jargon into everyday conversations. Today, we're excited to present our deep dive into the paper titled Unveiling Spatial Patterns of Population in Italian Municipalities. To set the stage, let's talk about the significance of this study. Population distribution is a fundamental aspect of socioeconomic planning, urban development, and even environmental conservation. This paper takes a granular look at Italian municipalities over a substantial timeline and uncovers pivotal patterns. That's right, Tom. These patterns are not just numbers on a map. They tell the story of how people live, move, and form communities. But before we delve into specifics, let's clarify some key terms our listeners might encounter. Firstly, population density refers to the number of people living in a specific area. Urban sprawl speaks to the spread of city boundaries into surrounding rural areas, while agglomeration touches on the clustering of populations. We also have depopulation indicating areas with decreasing inhabitants and more in space, but we'll get to the latter in just a bit. Now, let's unwrap the objectives and methodology of the study. The researchers analyzed how population density evolved across Italian municipalities using a tool called Moran Scatterplot, which, simplistically speaking, is like a map that not only reflects density, but also the relationship between neighboring areas. This isn't your high school geography class's scatterplot, it's much more sophisticated. They also utilized an estimation technique known as random vector field or RVF to reveal the expected movement or change in population for these regions. The results are fascinating. They uncovered three main settlement systems, urban, suburban, and rural. These are like gravitational centers pulling or repelling populations over time. In particular, their analysis found that about 65% of municipalities representing 93% of the population are expected to move towards the urban attractor. Contrastingly, only about 21% of municipalities might face depopulation. These findings have huge implications. They could inform policy design, especially concerning socioeconomic strategies to combat depopulation and support growth in urban and suburban areas. Absolutely. For example, in Italy, there's a policy initiative called the National Strategy for Inner Areas, aiming to revitalize specific regions. This study could help optimize such policies. As we wrap things up, let's reflect on the relevance of this paper. Population studies are more than just statistics. They lay out the groundwork for the sustainability and well-being of future generations. Without a doubt, Tom. Understanding the flow and distribution of people can lead to improved infrastructure, better resource management, and more responsive services to community needs. This paper is a stepping stone toward that understanding. And on that note, we conclude today's episode. Thank you for joining us on this intellectual expedition through population patterns in Italy. Dive into the data, question the norms, and join us again for another episode where complex concepts become clear. Until next time, this has been Tom and Jen, signing off. Music
Are you tired of sticky-fingered thieves pilfering your prized pastries and spirited away your special snacks? Sweet Sentinel Inc. has the sugar-coated solution to your confectionery concerns. Picture this. A guardian so sweet, yet so stern, that even the craftiest candy crook would pause in awe. Introducing Bespoke Candy Golems, the ultimate Candyland champions. These saccharine sentinels are hand-sculpted by candy craftsmen and brought to life by the most delicious dark arts. Whether you're a chocolatier with a covert cocoa creation or a dentist daring to defend your dental domain from sugary sieges, these edible enforcers are your first line of defense. Choose from a variety of flavors, peppermint protectorates that leave intruders feeling minty, fresh remorse, and gummy guardians that will stretch, squash, and stick to anything that dares to dash away with your desserts. Say goodbye to the bittersweet aftermath of a treat theft and hello to a delectable deterrent. Don't let your treats face defeat from the heat. Let the candy golems of Sweet Sentinel Inc. stand stout-hearted against snack-snatching scoundrels and transform potential pilferers into powerless pastry perusers. Sweet Sentinel Inc., where we believe the best offense is a good candy fence. Visit SweetSentinel.com and customize your candy champion today. When it comes to safeguarding sweets, Sweet Sentinel Inc. is a real lifesaver. Air candy saver. Sweet Sentinel Inc., the sponsors of today's podcast and your partners in crime, prevention. Keep it sweet, keep it safe. Welcome to another episode of our Technology and Society podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're diving into a paper from the University of Toronto that could change the way we look at travel data. It's called Deriving Week-Long Activity Travel Dairy from Google Location History, Survey Tool Development, and a Field Test in Toronto. That sounds like a mouthful, Jen but I'm curious about what it means for the everyday person. Let's break it down. Well, Tom, in the realm of transportation science, understanding how people move and why they choose specific transportation modes is vital. Travel diaries have been used for this, but they depend on individuals to remember and record their movements accurately. We all know how forgetful I can be, Jen. So telling me I have to recall everything I did over a week, that's a setup for failure. Exactly. That's why leveraging technology like GPS devices has become popular, but it was not without its own set of issues, such as signal loss, extra costs, and data privacy concerns. That brings us to this innovative method using what most of us already have, our smartphones, specifically Google Location History, which is part of Google Maps. Right? The authors developed a survey tool that works with Google Location History data to generate travel diaries, and they called this tool Tracy. Fascinating stuff. So they ran this Google Timeline Travel Survey in Toronto. What did they find? Their approach proved successful. The data they gathered was demographically representative and detailed. It included trip lengths, modes of transport, and locations, creating accurate pictures of travel behaviors. That's something transportation planners dream about. But Jen, let's consider the implications and the broader picture. What does it mean, really? The potential here is huge, Tom. With the widespread use of smartphones, this method can be applied globally, significantly reducing the cost and complexity of capturing travel data. That's a game-changer for cities planning public transport routes, road improvements, and so much more. But there are challenges, too. 
The survey had a low completion rate, and the process for submitting the Google location history data could be confusing for some participants. True, Jen. They'll have to work on making it super user-friendly. Any tech needs to be accessible if it's going to be widely adopted. Absolutely. Now, Jen, any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode? Just that this paper is a promising step towards smarter city planning and personalized travel assistance. The technology is there. It's all about how we use it. And we'll be here tracking those developments. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you all on the next episode. Drive safe and stay curious, folks. Are you tired of regular-sized musical instruments? Want something that not only fits in your pocket, but also subatomically aligns with your quantum vibrations? Then you need Quarkordion, the subatomic squeeze box emporium. Our incredibly tiny accordions are so small, they're played by quarks, not dorks. Perfect for serenading a special someone at the subatomic level. Whether you're a proton pushing a polka or an electron engaged in a waltz, Quarkordion has the instrument for you. Be the first in your galaxy to master the fine art of picoscopic performance. And right now, for a limited time, Quarkordion is including a complimentary magnifying glass with every purchase. Because you'll never see it otherwise. So unlock the quantum melody within. Tom and Jen Quarkordion, the incredibly small squeeze box for your immeasurably large heart. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're diving deep into a fascinating research paper titled An Optimization Dichotomy for Capital Injections and Absolutely Continuous Dividend Strategies. This paper is a significant piece of work in the field of financial mathematics, specifically in stochastic control problems. So why is this paper so significant, you may ask? Well, it essentially addresses the optimal control of a company's financial reserves through dividends and capital injections. Dividends are payments made to shareholders from a firm's profit, while capital injections are funds added to the firm's reserves, usually to prevent bankruptcy. Right. Now let's break down some key concepts before we delve further into the paper. One crucial theory in play is stochastic control theory, which helps us make decisions over time considering the randomness in the system or process, in this case, the firm's cash flow. The paper also discusses mean reverting strategies when actions are taken, like paying dividends or injecting capital, to bring a process back to its average level. It's important to note that the paper works under assumptions, like considering an arithmetic Brownian motion for the firm's surplus process. This is a continuous time stochastic process that represents a simplified model of stock prices or interest rates. The concept of absolutely continuous controls is also in focus which relates to strategies that do not include sudden large changes like lump sum payments. Now, on to the core of the paper. The authors aim to find the optimal strategy for a firm's management of reserves by paying dividends and possibly injecting capital. They use a stochastic control framework with two types of considerations, an upper bounded dividend rate and a general behavior when it comes to capital injections. The paper's key finding is that there are only two types of optimal strategies, either pay dividends and inject capital whenever reserves hit zero, preventing ruin, or pay dividends without ever injecting capital until ruin is inevitable. As for the implications, understanding this dichotomy can help firms manage their financial reserves better and avoid bankruptcy. 
potentially impacting the way dividends are structured in real-world financial planning. Now for our conclusion. The paper offers a complete solution to the problem and emphasizes that no in-between strategy is optimal. It's pretty much an all-or-nothing approach. Personal reflection on this. It's a remarkable paper, not just theoretically, but it could have real-world applications in financial risk management and strategy. Absolutely, Jen. Although highly mathematical, it provides significant insights into a practical approach to managing a company's financial health. And that wraps up our detailed podcast episode. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you gained some valuable knowledge. Are you tired of looking out of place at multidimensional mixers? Are your clothes just so third-dimensional? Then you need Quantum Snips, the first and only interdimensional tailoring service. Why settle for fabric that exists in the mere X, Y, and Z when Quantum Snips can offer you the W's of wardrobe wow? With their patented dimensional scissors, snipping and stitching occur in ways your 3D brain can hardly imagine. Picture a tie that ties itself in infinite knots, or socks that never get lost in the laundry black hole. Or a cloak that cloaks in invisibility, perfect for those awkward family gatherings in the fifth dimension. We're not just talking hyper-fashion, we're talking hyper-function. And the best part? Quantum Snips garments come with a no-paradox guarantee. Love your outfit or get your timeline reset for free. Say goodbye to fashion faux pas in all planes of existence. Visit Quantum Snips today, both cutting across the multiverse so you can look your best anywhere. And don't forget to mention our podcast to get 10% off your first quantum alteration. That's right, folks. Look sharp across the cosmos, thanks to Quantum Snips, proud sponsor of our show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our award-winning podcast, where we tackle some heady financial subjects. Today is no exception. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. We're diving deep into a paper that's creating ripples in the world of finance. Worst Case Optimal Investment in Incomplete Markets by Sasha Desmetter, Sebastian Merkel, Annalena Mikkel, and Alexander Steinecke. To begin, let's ensure everyone's on board. An incomplete market is essentially one where you don't have sufficient instruments to fully hedge every possible risk you might face. That's the playground we're working in today. Absolutely, Tom. The crux of this paper is a worst-case optimal portfolio problem in such markets. The authors take on this challenge by enhancing a martingale approach developed by Seyfried, and importantly, they've thrown in a twist. They're including stochastic market coefficients into the mix. Stochastic just means randomly determined, folks. So they're dealing with variables that could change unpredictably, which obviously complicates the investing picture quite a bit. The methodology is rigorous. The authors make use of backward stochastic differential equations, or BSDEs for short, to characterize optimal strategies in various market models, particularly ones that consider the possibility of a market crash. Right, Jen. They're also addressing the existence of those strategies in markets with unbounded market price of risk. Essentially, they're tackling questions integral to robust portfolio optimization. Taking concrete examples like Heston's stochastic volatility model and Bates's model, which also includes jumps, gives the research real-world resonance. These are models that practitioners in finance are already familiar with, so applying this new method to them could hold practical significance. Absolutely. 
This new approach could revolutionize how we think about optimal investing, especially in turbulent markets. The paper provides authentic, mathematically founded strategies that could be used by investors looking to safeguard against worst-case scenarios. And the significance can't be understated. Worst-case scenarios, those extreme market crashes, though rare, can be incredibly disastrous. Being able to optimize an investment portfolio that is structurally robust to such shocks is both a mathematical achievement and a valuable tool for risk management. On that note, if you're ready to deep dive into the math and explore more about these cutting-edge concepts, head over to the full paper. You'll find a treasure trove of sophisticated mathematical techniques and their implications for investment strategies in incomplete markets. To summarize, while the worst-case optimal investment problem is intricate and surrounded by uncertainty, the paper by Desmetra and colleagues makes significant strides in proposing a mathematically optimizable solution. And that's it for today's episode. We hope you've enjoyed the discussion and feel a bit more enlightened about worst-case optimal investments in incomplete markets. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time, keep pondering the complexities of the financial universe. This is Tom and Jen signing off. Has your last vacation become a distant memory? Well, how about making your next one an ancient reality? Introducing Chrono Anchor Temporal Tours, Inc., the only cruise line where you can literally sail the seas of time. Want to spice up your life? Forget the present. Book a salsa class with the Aztecs. Or dive for sunken treasure with real pirates. Just make sure to leave Blackbeard's hat behind. With our patented chrono anchors, you can dock at any historical moment. Imagine breakfast with Cleopatra or a lunch date at a real medieval joust. And hey, our Mesozoic margaritas, they're literally out of this era. Looking for the perfect night out? Try our Titanic Ballroom Gala with the finest orchestras from history. And don't worry, we've got plenty of lifeboats. Adventure junkies, you'll love the Pompeii escape room. Just try not to actually lose your way out. But remember folks, Chrono Anchor Temporal Tours is not responsible for any rips in the fabric of space-time. And please don't bring back your own dodo as a pet. They really don't fit in overhead compartments. So why settle for the same timeline? Make history your destination. Chrono Anchor Temporal Tours, Inc., where your imagination and possibly you will run wild. Book now and be a part of history, quite literally. Sailing the seas of time has never been so thrilling. Or safe, remember, paradox-free or your money back. Some terms and conditions may apply. Time Vortex Insurance sold separately. Call 1-800-TIME-TRVL to start your temporal adventure today and tell them Tom and Jen sent you. Chrono Anchor Temporal Tours, Inc. Board as a tourist, return as a historian.